Hey, hey. Is she banned in China yet? I got nothing. Anyway, greetings <laughs> and salutations and welcome once again to the Capos Crusaders live at the time from the safe house. We are your number one allegedly podcast for anything comic book related. My name is, of course, David Barry at DR Barry on varying social media platforms. I am joined this evening by two, count them, two of the crew. Uh, I don't have another rhyme. Uh, I saw Jojo Rabbit and it had some Jews. Anyway, um, <laughs> across the table from me with what my wife, who's a Jew. Damn it. So I am <laughs> I too. I missed that opportunity. Oh, <laughs> what you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, I'll uh, pass it on to you. Yeah, what's up? Who are you? Not a Jew. The Azorian one, Anthony Steves. What up, boo? All right, that's enough. All right, no then, more rhymes. No more, no, rhymes. No more and rhymes. And then to my left, we oh, have... I was going to say, I'm Amy, and how do you do? You can find me at IJNURobot on the regular social media platform, and I am your resident Mexi-Jew. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not talking about my holidays. No, my Some of my holidays have passed. The, we'll, we'll come up on Just your holidays. friendly neighborhood Mexi-Jew. <laughs> Olay. This episode <laughs> is brought to you in part by the Nerd On Nation, powered by <gasps> Patreon. Patreon. The Nerd On Nation allows us to keep the lights on, which uh, th- th- that light bulb it's is a- not burned out yet. There's no. uh, And up our quality. Ooh, sound so nice. Mm. Velvety. So smooth. meaty. Ooh. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, for as little as one, two, five dollars per month, you can get early access to episodes like this one, mm-hmm. a Discord community where we talk about all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah. Bonus episodes and so much more. Check it out. At nerdon.io slash Patreon. That was beautiful. Thanks, guys. For anything related to the Capeless Crusaders and Nerdon, you can head over to thecapelesscrusaders.com. That is your hub for all things Crusaders. From there, you can find all of our content as well as the rest of the Nerdon podcast family. Family. Yes. Yes. Anyway. That was a lot. Yeah. Was, man, you got Look at your bro. Look at you. Fuck. My, my lung capacity. Michael is. Buffer over yeah. here. You, make sure, remember, Ladies support. And boys and girls, turn the volley. Support. support. Make sure you sit and support. I did not cup. <laughs> no one saw. They couldn't he, see it. They I, 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 see I gestured. It. He gestured. It was a- Anyway, when we are in the safe house mm-hmm. about to talk about varying comic book related topics, we like to do one thing and one thing alone. Not what you're thinking. Okay. We like to go <gasps> around the horn. And lo- talk about our other sponsor. Hi there, Alex and Moonshine, please. <gasps> Ooh, Can I get a, that Moonshine, dapper. please? Dapper. Mm. Mm. Where? Where Very that Don Moonshine Draper at? Oh, I.E. Where? I was thinking, I was thinking uh, Clooney, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, Rixino. Yeah, sounds good. Three. I thought you had, I was, looked at the way you were holding your cup and I thought you had a martini. Well, sure as shit ain't said. Yes, and speaking of Around the Horn, it is brought to you in part by our other lovely, wonderful, only important best, (laughs) lots of adjectives, sponsor, and that is Empire's Comics Vault, located at 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. It is our home away from home. They have pugs, they have hot sauce, they have Kamek's. They and have. a lot of leftover Halloween candy that yes. is giving away for free. There are okay. five bags in the back of that room. Heading over. Yeah, we're going to do it. It's going to be great. Do you have a particular thing that you need? Because I can just pull all of those out, like candy-wise. Reese's. Which ones? All Reese's. Done. 
peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so when we go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion, except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. Currently, we are in a triangle, which is one of the strongest shapes in nature. Are so, we an acute or an obtuse? Well, I'm cute as fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm a little obtuse, but you know, <laughs> I Matt. like to consider myself fluffy. Anyway. <laughs> Matt jokes. We talk about what comic books we have been reading this week. So Steve's. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> what do you have? I actually read an entire trade. Yeah, <gasps> what? I, I'm still making sure I'm using the, the term. Great. I know it's been five years. I'm still making sure. Baby I steps, read, small moves. Well, so, some, sometimes the problem is, is it, oh, an entire story will be in a trade. Other times it'll be multiple volumes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel you. There's, there's confusion. I read the Heroes in Crisis from DC written by Tom King. What? what? Artwork by Mitch Gerards and a few others. I know there's like three other artists who are involved. Like they did, like every each artist did ten or fifteen pages. Clay Man was was Clay mm-hmm. Man. Actually, yeah. Clay Man is one. Yeah, yes. Clay Clay and Mitch is fantastic. And the the basic story of the comic is that it focuses on how heroes are dealing with the trauma and PTSD and uh, you know, other mental issues they have. In their job. So you see Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman save people and you think, oh, job's done. They go home. That's fine. It actually focuses on not so much the Trinity, but more like the rest of the DC universe. Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, Batgirl, um, both Barry Allen and Wally West Flash. And it shows how all those experiences, whether they save everyone or the people they don't save and how it sticks with them. And the Trinity has made this sanctuary, this place where all heroes can go and, you know, unload their feelings, how they feel about it. And it goes into this encryption service that Batman created that basically no one ever can get to it. They can vent, they can release how they feel, and it's safe. And it goes deep into how a lot of these guys and girls are affected, how they try to deal with it, how it sticks with them. And it gets deeper when we find out that a murder has been taking place at Sanctuary. A massacre. But a massacre. But it's it's really cool how, you know, the main three are not the main characters. Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman play parts, but they're really supporting cast. It focuses on those characters I named. And it's it's Tom King continuing to be the excellent writer that he is. Um, he does use his staple of there are those pages where it's nine panels in one page all those nine panel pages yeah it's it's it's, it's mm-hmm. a staple and it, it everything i've read it in it works whether it's sheriff of babylon whether it's batman or whether it's this it's so well done the way he paces it and it's a deep comic it literally it's something that at one point like issue five or six when it focuses on wally west to where i'm just like damn mm-hmm. this this shit is is heartbreaking when they just how it affects that specific character. You know the history of what Wally West has gone through since Flashpoint and all the crises that happened. It makes total sense how it affects him. And it was just, it was really well done. I really enjoyed it. I actually purchased it on my DC app. Oh, oh shoot. look at you. And I felt I made the right Sorry. choice because I actually like that a lot. I actually like things. Dang. Me. Look at me spending look that money. You. Look at you. What money? We're so proud of you. <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> Somewhere. Debt. Debt. <laughs> going in debt for this show. <laughs> going, going in debt. $12. Going dollars. $12. So yeah, Heroes in Crisis by Tom King and a handful of great artists because the artwork was amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. It is. Wonderful. I so mean, that, that panel of Swampy. Yes, yeah, Swampy's in there. Swampy's. Yeah. Just because Swamp Thing is in a book 
doesn't mean I'm going to go read it. It's actually really He's pretty. He's looking it up right now. Shut, Shut up. <laughs> Do you want me to send you? I actually took a picture of that page. It's a good look at him, too. They did a really good I'll job. I'll send it to you. Fuck. Okay. Whatever. I mean, Wally I West just, has I muscles on muscles. Amy, how about in the meantime, you uh, tell us what you read. Yeah. So um, I might have read that trade as well. I mean, I just, you know, I mean, what Heroes in Crisis? Did I read that? Yes, I did. Actually, I did refresh on Heroes in Crisis. Um, It moved me oh so deeply. And everyone will now know my secret shame when I send that picture to you. You'll see why. Um, But yeah, it deals with PTSD. It's a fantastic book. It is not just about um, people that are labeled as heroes, but how they see themselves and how they cope with trauma across the board. Um, One of my favorite stories in there is Lagoon Boy. And he's in there for three months yep. and some odd days and you can stay as long as you need to. And there's anonymity in the whole shebang. And so it is such a great book. Please go ahead and pick it up or anything else Tom King has written, especially one of my favorites is Mr. Miracle. Yes. That's, I forgot to mention that. Yep. Mr. Miracle is fantastic. And then just for giggles, because no one remembers vision. He also did a, a oh, two yeah. book, That's two right. book mini for Marvel. Who forgot that? This Everybody. Well, you're, you're, it's understandable, I know. But it's uh, his first. <laughs> Joey of the show. Oh, we're going to have that problem again. But that's great. Tom King, we love you. If you're listening, we still love you. Um, the other one that I actually kind of started reading. Real, real quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. I wanted to throw in that I thought this is one of the best drawings I've seen of one of your favorites. Yes, it Bad was. Girl. I thought she was amazingly drawn in this. She was. We deal with, um, she's got a full nine panel at one point where she yes. deals with her trauma. And she, all she does, she's sitting there and she stands up and she shows the bullet holes from Joker. Killing Joke. Um, those shows and I was like, oh, that, yep. that, that was good. So that is awesome. And then also we get to see one of my other favorite panels, which is ridiculous, is the Trinity's in the Batcave. And Wonder Woman gets pissed off because we're having problems. And she yells, suffering Sappho, and punches the giant penny. And it falls and it hits the Batmobile. And you hear, crush. Yes. And uh, Batman goes, well, I better hide the dinosaur now. <laughs> and so then they realize what's going on. Superman tells them something. And then he goes, well, now I want to beat up the dinosaur. <laughs> and the dinosaur is just looming in the background in the, in the Batcave. And I'm like, that's precious. Yes. Let's keep with that. Um, for other books, sadly, I picked up some of my stuff from Empires, but I did not read it. So I have the second book for Harleen. Nice. Um, I did for, oh my gosh, I got the other Joker book that came out because I'm just picking up Black Label right now. And and what was the other one? Oh, one of the ones that I can't talk about because we're going to talk about it on our main topic. <gasps> oh, snap. Um, Doc, did you read anything? Yeah. Oh snap! Um, so I I didn't read anything um, just because it's been. A- Did you browse the Amazon wish wish book because we no longer get the toy the Toys R Us big book? Okay, you want to talk about a a bullshit nostalgia move by Amazon? Let's right? send, let's send a toy catalog out. In they did that? hard copy, they, yeah. dude. They yeah. sent one to you us don't too. Have it? No, I haven't seen it. Has oh. stickers in it. It's like the old school I Toys R Us catalog. Amazon, it's you bullshit. bitch. It's bullshit. Oh. No. And of course, Morgan started flipping through and she's just like, Elmo, Elmo, <laughs> Cookie Monster. And I was like, fuck you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Except you also own Comixology who helps support. Fuck, never mind. So, um, okay. Josh, please cut that part. Checkmate, uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we just nostalgia, nostalgia, yeah. nostalgia. Damn it's, it, it's, book. It's a, it's a brilliant and devious move to actually send a physical catalog. Oh, yeah, I get oh, it. Oh, the toy competition yeah. is dead. Yeah. Um, it's I like, mean, Walmart doesn't like, even do that. It's also like Best Buy having their nerf sale after Amazon had a nerf sale. 
Um, we could do it too. Yeah. Nerf this. Um, but, uh, ooh, good Overwatch reference. You're Free welcome. Hong Kong. Um, so I. Hey, I cosplay as me. Bought a bunch. You did. I always do. Uh, I, I bought like a bunch of my stuff from Empires this week. So I'm excited for it. I Your have, box needed that. Needed yeah, it, that it, needed, it needed a clear out. Um, I have now um, I everything up to spawn 302. Um, so I've got all of those. There's still a couple random 100s I don't have, but I got the the read the road to 300, the record breaking issue 300, 301, and 302, uh, courtesy of the Todd Father. Um, ton Praise of stuff. Praise be his name. Praise be his name. Ton of stuff in there that I need to still working on my Todd McFarlane voice. I'm still working on that. That's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I got to catch up on on a lot, but I I will soon at some point with the holidays coming that's usually, holidays. usually my binge time oh speaking of fuck it's like i did a segue what a segue it wasn't even ham fisted no, it was it turkey fisted. <laughs> I, did, I just had a bacon Creepy. and gouda yeah you're gonna put uh, the turkey on your head and you get <laughs> stuck like yeah joey and yeah it's another friends reference that Amy doesn't get. Uh, yeah, we, we just found that out. Friends. We just uh, found that out. Which it left you both gobsmacked, and yeah. I only get to use the word gobsmacked in so many occasions. It's a good, it's a good one. Great I mean, rock yeah, band. Fr- friends has a lot of issues, but it's a wonderful thing that you could binge oh, again with the fucking oh, segue. We used the word it's again. almost like our main topic is involving is binge gobsmack. No, no. Oh. <laughs> gobsmack. Yeah, the, the gobsmack is the the kids version of, of gobsmack. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, kids bop they, they, they use they use like the toy I instruments. Play alone. Oh, fuck that was god. Damn it! That was good. Inside god. Damn it. He actually did really good Play with that. Yeah, I hate. I hate you how good walked. That was. You walked him into that. You walked him into that. I ran him to a table like an Olive Garden uh, hostess. I'm <laughs> not the one who no, plays <laughs> at recess when I feel the sandbox in green. My Just, pain. Wait, do people wanna, still know who? Do you want to keep phoning that in? Is? Here's your phone. Oh, there's a. <laughs> fucking fisher price phone on the table now this <laughs> this is perfect and terrible all the same it's we're not, talking about binge worthy content this no week, we're this talking month. about getting stuffed we're talking about getting <laughs> stuffed <laughs> by comics and comics related content because the holidays are here um it is time to figuratively and literally get stuffed whether you are a turkey uh whether you are eating a turkey or a turduncan uh or a tudunk uh, what's the other one to dunk a clown thank you um Ooh. Yeah, it's it's where you take to catch uh, predator. No, no, Jesus, no! I was going to say no. you get someone in a Pennywise costume. Uh, and I thought you put your turkey in a Pennywise costume. Either Georgie, yeah, that'd be weird. Oh, uh, but anyway, so we're talking about comics and comic related shows that we think would be a good thing for you to binge now that the weather is getting colder. Now that you got time to hang out with friends, family, watch, read, enjoy, or avoid um, friends, family, and watch, read, and enjoy. Exactly, either or. <laughs> Uh, so the idea behind the the binge worthy worthy content is it's something that's good for you to sit down and just take in a lot of it all at once. Not necessarily all of it. You don't have to because I know we have some things that are on fifteen fucking seasons. Oh, what? Um, <laughs> and we're not. I thought it was. Is it fifteen? This is, right now it is. Yes. Oh. We won't see the name yet. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. Oh. Or you know, or a, a or a good comic that you can knock out the entire thing. In one sitting, read the whole trade for uh, Heroes Crisis, for an example, mm. um, and enjoy and feel like satisfied, feel like you got a good, hefty meal of comic goodness in your comic brain stomach. I like that. Yeah. Got comic it, got comic he- brain stomach. Yeah. If Heroes in Crisis was made into a series, you would need the writers from This Is Us and oh. Daredevil yeah. together yeah, to make actually, that story. That would be okay with that. that yeah. Oh. I saw a preview today. Strong K. Brown's in a movie. 
Yeah, it looks intense. Uh, waves, waves. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I had no idea what the fuck he's the also, movie's about based on the preview. He's also a voice in Frozen Two. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah, he's, he's the 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 soldier there, mm-hmm. there, and he's got the at the epaulets. SKB for life. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so binge worthy contest. What we're gonna do? We're gonna go over some comics, some shows, some comic shows, stuff that may have been a TV show then turned into a comic, or vice versa. That we think is a good thing for you to binge now. In order for it to be binged, you have to be have easy access to this content, which is what's tough. That's rule number one. Because there is some stuff that I could be like, guys, you need to watch Babylon 5. It's fantastic. And you're like, well, where the fuck do I find Babylon I steal 5? It from, I steal it from a friend who has the, you know, the DVD collection. Exactly. Unless you have a, my, you know, my father-in-law who has every DVD ever of anything Battlestar. The entire series Babylon, of Night Court. Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Night Court. <laughs> um, Night Rider. Uh, anything. It, it, it's, it's tough. But there are other things. Of course, we have Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. Now that's here. Apple hey, TV Plus. No, they have their own original content. Never mind. So, yeah. But, Amazon. Which eventually will all be bingeable. Amazon. True. Voodoo. Uh, who do that you do? Um, I'm not the one No, God so damn it. Fu- oh, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. We go back to God's back. She said voodoo. <laughs> Two times. You got to get different sides of the microphone like he did. Voodoo. No, they can just use the. Anyway. Oh. Sorry. Josh knows how to do that. Um, <laughs> he can make me sound like I'm over here, and then he can make me sound like I'm over here. Josh, did you do it? Did you do it, Josh? Not today. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so you have to have easy access to the content, which is why comics, unless it's something rare or really old, even then a lot of it's in digital format. You can go get it reprinted from a comic book store. Comics and trades are perfect bingeable things. Mm-hmm. So let's start. Steve's, mm-hmm. what dun, have dun, you dun. brought to our Friendsgiving of uh-huh. comics and comic related content. Uh-huh. You're here. We're like, man, David has the turkey. We'll get uh-huh. to that turkey later. It might be mm. green. Who knows? Um, I don't, I don't, I feel it's just like on hook where we pretend the turkey's there. Yeah, exactly. Drink yeah. your popo, yeah, Peter. Yeah, I'm going to scoop You're this. You're doing it, Peter. You're doing, You're doing it. it. Oh, some food in your face. So, so what, what, whoa, God, what do you bring? What, what have you brought? Do you walk in, you kick down the door and you're like, ho, 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 I'm celebrating Christmas too early. <laughs> Here's your latkes. Besides my peppermint mocha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I would bring to the table is a great heaping dish of Supernatural. Oh, fantastic. What, what? The wife and I are currently binging, thanks to recommendations by many, including the two that are seated here next to me. Oh, that's me. Yes, and me. Who yeah. were like, why aren't you watching this? This is totally a show Especially you- Especially the first right two seasons. Alley. And when I'm like, okay, sure, what do you say, guys? Mm-hmm. I turn it on. I'm like, yeah, they were so right. Yeah. This, You're welcome. The, the, you. This is so me. Yeah. <laughs> Just got down to their outfits, right down their to clothing, <laughs> their music, their mannerisms, their, their magazines, their magazines, the Winchester brothers, Dean and Sam, as they go hunting, hunting, whatever uh, paranormal, supernatural beings that exist on this planet. Cryptozoological. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, He's things. not men of letters yet, is he? <laughs> Battle of heaven versus hell. Benny. Pagans. Got voodoo, all of it into do. one series. Um, um fuck <laughs> shit. I'm gonna ban God's God from this moment on. <laughs> I didn't even have to do anything on that one. It is, it is so good. I now cannot hear "Carry On My Wayward yeah, Son" 100%. without picturing the Winchester Brothers. Yeah. Uh, I just forgot his name. Oh my god, how do I, the way to say it. Just c- c- cast. Castiel. Castiel. Castiel, thank yeah. you. Castiel. He gets so much funnier. Is he in a tracksuit yet? No, not yet. But he's so awkward right now when he tries. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> when he, when he, he's okay. So the character's been gone for Make. a while. He comes yeah. back after the character of Dean's been trying to contact him, and he appears and he says, 
hello. And Dean answers by saying, hello. I should say is hello. Looks around and says, is that no longer the greeting anymore? He's just so exactly. Oh, it keeps going. It keeps going. There's so many FBI badge, but he has upside down. And yeah. Dean has to flip it. It's funny. It has dramatic points. It is spot on with the characters that the the demonic and the spiritual those characters they bring up. Because I'm the guy who researches yeah. things while watching. They're mm-hmm. spot on with their stuff. Oh yeah. I think mm-hmm. they said Sam Hain wrong, but that's different. Oh, uh, <laughs> there's that one. But it's a great. It's if that's it's my Steve, first. If Steve's lets you get away with not saying Sawin. <laughs> You know, means, you're right. you know you're doing something right. You know you're doing something right. Very true. I did push on my glasses. I did go, Jared Padalecki. Jensen Eccles. Jensen Eccles. Listen here. Otherwise, great show. Supernatural. 14 seasons are on Netflix. Their 15th and final season is happening as we speak. On what CW. season are you currently on? Huh? What season are you currently on? Well, we're on six. I'm on, okay, on, so seven's yeah. seven. You're, you're the already big... burning through. Oh, yeah. Seven oh, yeah. is where we get gets more. I like from seven for pickup anyway. The only, and the, my only gripe, cause I, I gave up after season 10. Uh, yeah. I can't remember why. I think it, it was started just, getting redundant. I, well, I think I just watched, and I had watched 10 seasons all the way through, mm-hmm. which I mean, part of the thing of binging is what do you do at Thanksgiving? You eat it. And then you're like, I never want to see Turkey again. Yeah, exactly. you're like, I'm done with yams for yeah. another you oh, know, yeah. nine to 10 months. And I've had those moments so far. I've been like, okay, I need to watch something else for a yeah. little bit before I come back. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not that it's bad. It's just, there's so much. Yeah. And, and it does, there are points mm-hmm. where it does get a little, of course, I mean, it's going to get a little repetitive. Um, but the only, my only gripe for the first couple of seasons were we talked about this. They just didn't have rights to that first season music. The first exactly. season, they didn't have any rights to the so music. It was, it yeah. was all like garage band, uh-huh. like, like no copyright rock music. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then eventually like, okay, no, now you guys have the rights to use ACDC. Oh, it was like Kansas. Mm-hmm. the season premiere of season two when we got to a Netflix and all of a sudden rock music everywhere yeah. that you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, hey, and you're like, huh? Do you like Survivor? I have the tiger. We, we have got that you. now. We have that. Jensen Eccles' performance of I the tiger is so damn good. When yeah, he's in like, the back of a, yeah. the back of a because otherwise, like I mean, they were, they were obviously they were still young and they were still getting their feet, you know. But the show was still good mm-hmm. in the beginning. Just didn't have the music. And yeah. the music yeah. is literally Chuck, just Chuck, Chuck, the Chuck, the, Chuck, the, Chuck, the whipped cream on the yeah. top of this strange turduncan dish. You've and the majority of the episodes are named after a specific rock song. Yeah. If you go back, they have a certain mm-hmm. rock song title to them. It's just it's well done the way they incorporate. And literally read that the the creator of the show had his huge rock music library and his purpose was to incorporate his rock music that he owns and these stories that he wanted right, to tell. And right. that's why you have them put together so well. Fantastic. Yep. So there's one of my binges. God, there's there's now now, just, now I'm filling up on the sides and I haven't even gotten to the main courses yet. This is just this is intense. Amy, what are you bringing? You're here. You're welcome. You and you and your daughters have come in. You got Bags and and platters mm-hmm. and, and heaps and, and heaps of peeps and, and peeps heaps and heaps and peeps and peeps. That's an Easter peeps come on Easter. Not on, if unless you use them very sparingly on the top of your yams. Yeah. Oh, Ew. which is interesting that because peeps yeah, and yams. Peeps and yams. It's interesting, but I bring one of my favorite autumn delights. I only crack this out in the months of October and November unless oh. I'm getting very very nostalgic, and that is over the garden wall. Mm-hmm. It is 13 episode mini created in November. It was actually released November 3rd of 2014, if I remember correctly, created by Patrick McHale. It was originally designed from this concept that he had of something called the Tome of the Unknown. And it follows Greg and Wart, who are two brothers, traveling through this forest, trying to find their way home. Each episode is roughly 11 minutes or so. 
But what is the kicker is um, their names are Greg and Wart. W-I-R-T, not Wart with an A. Okay. But Wart is voiced by <laughs> none other than the most intrepid of hobbits. Oh, what am I supposed to say who it is? Oh, it's Elijah Woods. Thank you. Ah. That's why I, I gestured towards you. Yeah. Master Frodo. Mm. Master Frodo. I'm thinking of a sad smile at the end. <clears throat> exactly. And so in this case, we have a, a plethora of wonderful cameos. We get John Cleese. Oh, we nice. get yeah, right? uh, Tim Curry. <laughs> we get, oh my gosh. That's the party sold. Yeah. Who, uh, Doc Brown from? <gasps> Christopher Lloyd? Yep. Oh. He's a very large one. Um, and it is literally, it's short and sweet. It's taking place. Uh, you believe over a series of days, but you can't tell. They're traveling through the woods. There are unknown dangers. Um, is it Chris Isaac that's in it too? I have to think about that. There's this really great episode, like one second or third episodes, and it's um, they come across a town where they open the door to a house and they're trying to get directions, and there's a turkey, and he's literally got his head laying on the table, and he says, I'm going to go... And they're like, okay, sorry, didn't mean to disturb you, and they close the door, and they walk on. But... They've entered the town of Pottsville and everybody, they believe it's a party. They go into a barn and everybody's dressed up as pumpkins. Mm. And then um, they've accidentally stepped on a pumpkin. They're trying to leave. And then this big, giant, beautiful, slightly alarming pumpkin who's got this really deep bass voice. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Um, he sentences them to a few hours of community service. And so they go about collecting corn and doing all these other things. And they're like, oh, we're almost done. We're going to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And they're digging holes. And at this point, they've ran into a bluebird whose name is Beatrice. She was a girl. She's been turned into a bluebird because she threw a rock at a bluebird and it cursed her. Interesting. Typical. Anyway, yeah, yeah. that's the whole thing. Um, but they believe they're digging their own graves. And they're like, and Wart's like, oh, no, we're not. And then he looks down and then there's bones. And he's like, crap. <laughs> um, so there's lots of one-liners. There's lots of ridiculous jokes. I personally say that's rock fact. Um, and it is all ages appropriate, slightly macabre, slightly autumn -y. It can branch between that October, November bridge that you need just to feel in the spirit. When, when did it, uh, what did it air on originally before it became? Cartoon Network. Oh, okay. And it's nice. currently available on Hulu to stream. Nice, and nice. And like I said, it is, um, I believe it's 13 episodes total and they're roughly 11 to 12 minutes a piece. And so it's oh, wow. very easy to do it within an hour to two hours and uh, fall in love with something that you'd never expect. Nice. There you go. There it is. Hey. Doc's like, what? What is this? What? <laughs> I'm down with it. I'm, I, it. It's one of those things I've heard about it over and over and over and I've never actually seen it. I, oh, yeah. really? No, I've never seen it's it. It's also in comic book form. I know. But I will always recommend the original because it took so long and Pendleton Ward, you know, the fantastic creator of Adventure Time, is yeah. responsible for it getting onto Cartoon Network. Reaganomics. <laughs> well. <Yeah>. Well. <laughs> um, oh, my glob. So, all right. So, I'm, I'm hosting, of course. So, I already have the oven going. And I'm like, all right, guys, mm -hmm. are you ready oh, well, for my mother's famous I hope so. broccoli souffle okay. on really? the back of the Ritz box? Oh, oh shoot. Give me. It's fantastic. For a second, for a second I fall? thought broccoli it's souffle. It's not actually souffle. It's, oh. more like a, it's one of those like casserole <gasps> dishes that they call a souffle. Oh, serious? I love yeah. those. Yeah. So okay. it's, 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 if I remember, it's very similar to like a green bean casserole, mm -hmm. but uh, with uh, obviously broccoli instead of green bean and like cr and crushed Ritz on top when it's baked. Uh, it's just one of those things like it's it's super nostalgic for me. It has nothing to do with the thing I'm about to talk about. I thought broccoli souffle was the show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> the comic broccoli wow, souffle. Great, I gotta read God, this. I know I'm the comic guy, but come on, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so I had a lot from one particular person, just because 
I always feel satisfied at the end of one of their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, story-wise, not sexually. Mm-hmm. Um, but psst, there's been a couple of times. Yeah, it's, I thought. So here's, so Mark Millar is one of those oh, writers. <laughs> it, he's one of those writers where a lot of his creator-owned content was written with the intention of it becoming possibly a TV show or a movie. Like that's like, he's, he doesn't like shy away from that. There are people right now who are kind of towing the line between like, I want to create comics or I want to create comics to be turned into movies. And there's some people like, Oh, if you want to create comics, you should create comics. Like Ellen Moore. Exactly. And then there's like, there's like, there's these diehard people, but Mark Millar has never shied away from the fact that he's written a lot of his stuff with the intention of this is, this is a good idea for slice. Yeah. Turn this into a movie. movie yeah. Kingsman. A good yeah. example. You know, he's like, cool, turn that into a movie. Like he's got to deal with, with, he had to do, he has, uh, had to deal with, with Fox. Now he has to deal with Netflix. Um, and he never shied away from the fact that he's like, all right, this, this is volume one. This could be turned into a movie or a series. So a lot of his stuff, chrononauts, mm-hmm. which are about these two, you know, just kind of, I'm not going to say stupid, the mm-hmm. buddy, buddy comedy kind of dummies. Okay. Uh, so derps. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who are, are time travelers. They're dummy time travelers. Just and again, it's it's coming. It's it's now coming back. He's writing it again. But like the first volume of it was just fun, good, and easy read, but still very entertaining. And one and done. You read that volume and you're like, cool. Like and you and you you have a good story that you've taken in. Um, but you're not like, all right, crap. Now I got to go buy volume two. I got to go do this. I got to do that. Or I'm waiting. Or okay, you know, he's on issue seven. I just read issue one through six, and I have to wait for seven and then eight and then mm-hmm. nine. Which I'm not saying those are bad things. Obviously, that's the way we live by reading comics. But sometimes it's nice to just be like, all right, cool. One and done. Read it mm-hmm. done. Chrononauts. Um, why am I blanking? All of a sudden, I have, I have a favorite Mark Millar that is in Civil it. War. Huck. Huck. Thank you. I love God. Huck. Huck. Just a good, so good. If, if Forrest Gump was Captain America exactly. type, it, exactly. it was so good. Stuff like that. Um, I'm, I now I have to pull my list because I thought I was going to be cool and be able to just reference it. All I was going to say Kingsman, but Kingsman is another example. Um, That's right. I mean, and if you want to go more mainstream, um, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Civil like. Kick-Ass has been going on a lot longer. Kick-Ass was not as as mm-hmm. compact. Um, he did Red Sun too, didn't he? No. Oh, am I wrong on that? Is, not, is that no. not him? No, I don't think he wrote. Okay. I'm going to look it up though now because okay. now, now I'm questioning. We question everything and this is our question song. Copyright that. Brief yeah. pause. Brief pause. <laughs> holding. Holding. Wait, wait. Still loading. If you haven't read Huck. Loading. It's fantastic. Oh, crap. It's, loading. I'm wondering why my internet's going so it's because I didn't realize I had World of Warcraft going loading. in the background. <gasps> oh. I was in queue. It's really, it's, it's hefty right now. Boy, I would, I would laugh if we couldn't hear it, but that the music of the game the was still. I was just like, what, do you guys hear swords? Are they playing World of Warcraft <laughs> like, while talking? What's happening right now? <laughs> that would make for some great background audio. It We'd have to rip that. <laughs> um, let's see. Loading. Loading. Please hold. Loading. 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 I was waiting for. Waiting. I was literally waiting for. Carry on my way. I forgot he did Swamp Thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I'm just like going through. I'm like, this is fun. This is interesting. Uh, Empress. Empress was a cool, oh. um, a cool story. He did um, a big chunk of uh, The Authority and Wildstorm with Jim mm-hmm. Lee. Um, Jupiter's Legacy, which is something that a lot of people are really into right now. Starlight. God, Starlight. Oh my God. Starlight was so I'm all of a sudden I'm remembering all these things and I feel dumb that I didn't have this list up the whole time. So I didn't get all overly excited. It was you staring into the fridge at at Friendsgiving, (laughs) realizing you wanted to make that, that souffle and you could not find the broccoli. I think I want Kugel. (laughs) Um, it happens. It's okay. The Mexi Jew is here, but, um, (laughs) 
Reborn. Olé, we, 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 we did an episode on on Reborn. Um, I think you were. Were you on that episode? Which one? Sorry. Reborn. Um, the one that uh, that Mark Ballard did with Greg Capulo. Yes. Where yes. you die and then all of a sudden you're like this fantasy world and she's the hero. Yes. Um, the other one, um, Starlight. Starlight was so good because it's it's very much like the Flash Gordon story. He's a test pilot. He gets That's transported right. to another world. He saves it and then he comes back home. And no one believes him. I remember that. And he's one. just like his family doesn't believe him. And then his wife passes away. And then he's just kind of this sad old man. And his his kids don't make time for him. And then all of a sudden, that world is in trouble again. And they want to bring him back. And so he and this kid comes to get him. And because this kid's like, oh, you're the legendary hero who saved us before. You have to save us again. But now he's an old man. So it's like if Flash Gordon was a you know a crotchety old man and no one believed him. Um, so which just, does happen. Yeah. So it's just it's. The stuff that that like I said, Mark Millar in general is really good at writing these these you know one not one off single issues, but these volumes, these volume ones that, like I said, being he he, he makes them with the intent of them being possibly turned into movies or TV shows, which makes for just really good sit down read boom 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 six issues and you're just like cool that's mm-hmm. a great story mm-hmm. good you know strong middle strong end like. Fantastic. Nice. So Mark Millar, anything by Mark Millar, really. But like I said, Huck, Chrononauts, Starlight, Reborn. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting. Whew. You really want some Kugel. Ah, I know, guys. I might need to take some Pepto. He's ready to sit, sit in, in front the of the recliner, TV for a minute. Do you on, have the, and then the joggers back. on with the stretchy waistband? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 yeah no. My pants have been unbuttoned all day. You want the pregnancy pants that Jewy wears. <laughs> exactly. Do you need a pair? Yeah, when he I comes in, he looks at that turkey and he's just like, where's that turkey? <laughs> <laughs> Steve's what's well, your what's your second course oh uh, man there's so many but this one was not inspired by a comic but became a comic mm. and it was my first ever television addiction oh no and it's available on Hulu now for you oh, to no. watch. watch okay oh, my no. second ever television addiction oh, dang. <laughs> saved by the oh sorry okay my <laughs> third <laughs> He keeps calling you Golden up. Girls. It is oh, the. Golden <laughs> I, love, Girls. I fucking love Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. Turn this into a comic. <laughs> they turned it into a touring puppet show. Nice. Also a drag show. Yes, oh, nice. I do. Sorry, uh, we keep interrupting you. It is the tale of one ill-fated counterterrorism agent <gasps> who suffers one really bad day. That is the story of Jack Bauer. <laughs> Sure. In 24. Oh, okay. 24. And- available on Hulu now for you. Did not come from a comic, but did become a comic. Right, right. Uh, basically, the first season is about this counterterrorism operative named Jack Bauer, played by Kiefer Sutherland, who He's finds out that there has been an assess there's an assassination threat. A threat, excuse me, I can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> Cut take two. The life of a presidential candidate has been threatened, and it's his job to find out who's behind it. And in the meantime, while that's happening, he doesn't know that his daughter has been kidnapped. And so the show now follows him for the next 24 hours, each episode being an hour of that day of him trying to thwart this assassination attempt while also find out where his daughter is. From there, there's a, they went to good eight seasons. They made a TV movie. So eight days. Eight nine, days. Nine days. Not back to back. Not back to back. Okay. Well. okay. I was like, what? Yeah. Season two is a year later. Season okay. three is it three years later. <laughs> I was like, dang, season your day. Season three is three years later. Four is like 18 months after that. So there's some break in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but the show was so good at – so much happens in that one day. And, I, of course, within the realm of you know 
fiction and everything, but it was so well done the way they did it. And there's always a personal level to it as well as this terrorism effect to it. It covered all bases when it came to who the bad guys could be. It got a lot of stigmas where some the people thought world was always centering on Islamic terrorism, which it didn't. Like the first season was white guys from Europe. The second season made you think it was Islamic terrorism. And really, it was a rich oil guy. It was Snape. It was Snape. Alan Rickman. Season Alan's three. Gruber. Actually, season three, imagine if James Bond went bad. That was season three. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> so it, it just did a good job of going in those areas. It kept you riveted. kept me riveted. It was the only show where at that time, because again, this is before there was um, binging networks. It was only on Fox. Right, right. And mm-hmm. Fox would have it Monday nights at nine o'clock. And it was the only time where I would turn my phone off. You could not fucking reach me. If you tried <laughs> to call me, I wasn't picking that phone up. Because right now I have to dedicate my time to Jack Bauer to see him save the world, basically. And it now is on Hulu. Yeah. I have all the DVD sets because that's me. And um, I love it. It's the reason why one night the Allstate commercials come on and Dennis Haysbert is talking to you. I have to get up and salute because he was President David Palmer. You mean talk the first, from the unit? Uh, yes. Before the unit, he was President David Palmer on 24. He was the first black president. Just so you know. <laughs> Dennis Haysbert as David Palmer was Took the first black president. Took that away from president. you, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, so I never, I never watched any 24 mm-hmm. just because that's not my style. Mm-hmm. But every time I'd hear about it, that idea of each episode literally being an hour in that day i thought i was just thought like if they could maintain that for a season i was gonna be super fucking impressed the fact that they did it for several seasons yeah. like such an interesting you know hey we're not gonna be able to travel you know it's not gonna be three days four days we're literally gonna be like you're on the clock mm-hmm. literally which i always thought was such a cool idea behind a tv show even though i never like i said, never watched it so I have no negative or positive things to say, mm-hmm. but that idea of that style, I was like, I was like, that that sounds really. Fun. It, it was it was really well done. Season five was the Emmy winning season, Ooh. and that was the one. It, it so won. it was downhill after that. What? No, <laughs> it like went uh, off and on. Like six was and uh, seven was good again. Yeah, it right, went cool. back yeah, and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but five was the one where not it, the constant down of The Walking Dead now. <laughs> every every season. <laughs> yes, I know. Trust me, I know. Um, <laughs> but five was the one best series, best acting, best writing, and it was the one where. In the first 15 minutes of the episode, literally left everyone going, what the fuck? You killed who? Yeah. Like that happened. And you're like, okay. And that season from that moment on was just insane, was crazy. And it kind of feels like certain elements of that season are happening in our current political atmosphere. Oh, interesting. Just so you know, evil president. No, well, evil president. Terrifying. Evil president. Yeah. But it's nice to see that they took Aristotle's principle of unity of time to uh, consistently hook and capture a wide audience of people. Mm-hmm. Fuck, and Amy just dropped a big ass good. phrase. That was good. And I, I, I got even credit to Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, he's great. He's not a vampire. He's not a vampire in this. No, there was no cry little sister involved. Yeah, there was no <laughs> sexy sax man. But he, <laughs> there was sax no sexy man. sack man. But he was sax. I said sack. That's funny. Um, but he was <laughs> so good at when it got to a point where his character had been awake for about 20 hours now. Right, right. Where he's holding the gun up, but you can see like his eyes, like when he blinks. Yeah. When you get really tired and yeah, one yeah, eye yeah. doesn't want to open all yeah. the way, he does that. Yeah. So I'm wondering, is Kiefer just that good or did he keep himself up yeah. before this shoot? Probably. He's like, fuck guys, we're shooting hour 24. Fuck. Did, did he go method? Did he actually for 23 hours. I'll be up in a little while. Because you can't tell because yeah. he's so good. At, he looks like he's dead tired, but fueled by the fact that my daughter's missing and someone's trying to kill this presidential candidate. Yeah. I'll stop talking. Sorry. 24. So excited. He just can't <laughs> hide it. All right, Amy. <laughs> 
Amy, the the big hefty side dishes. I can't take another one. Give me a, give me a cool crisp <laughs> beverage. Mm, cool. Give, me, give me a cider or a wine of some kind. I had a mead, even though it was marked as a mead, but it was a cider the other day. She wanted to with it. No, no, I meant I meant for binging. Oh, sorry. I've been trying to find this thing literally. We don't actually have any food here. Well, we could go up the oh. road. There's, we're cutting people off. Um, so I have something a little sweet. Ooh. And mm. it's a little crisp. Port wine. Hey. Yeah, it's twenty issues from one of my, and it's and it's finished. It's a complete series nice. from one of my favorite writers slash artist, which is I will give you the PG version name first, and then I'll go with the other one. Is I hate Fairyland. There it is. Also known if you get those alternative covers as fuck Fairyland, fuck <laughs> Fairyland, and eventually followed by I hate fuck Mary Fairyland. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Mary Kill Fairyland. <laughs> but of course, it's written and drawn by. <laughs> Scotty Young. Oh, guys. Oh, Scotty's so good. So good. So its original publication date was like October of 2015. He did wrap it. I believe it ended up being four volumes altogether. But imagine if young innocent Dorothy had fallen into Oz and she got sidetracked along the way and she was there for, I don't know, like 30 years. And she never aged. She never got old. But she just became more cynical and more crazy. And decided that she was going to murder everybody. Yeah. All the time. All the time. All the time in her quest to just get home. Yeah. So that is our heroine, Gertie, in I Hate Fairyland. She essentially has been trapped in this land for 30 years. She's 35. She has never aged. She is still tiny, green haired, curly hair, like the whole shebang. Um, she has essentially, if she is Dante on this trip, her Virgil is a fly. Named Larry, who was Larry, who was very happy at the beginning of this trip. You can't hate him. He's named Larry, and now he's a chain smoking, depressed, <laughs> anxiety ridden. I am Larry. Fly. Actually, that's pretty much how he sounds. Yeah, it's going. Yeah. So every swear in this book, because of course, aside from when the title, you get the alternative title, it says "fuck," is a colorful, whimsical, marshmallowy type of fluffin, fluffer yep. nutter. That just sounds like something swear. I've seen before. Yeah. Yep. Fluffernutter. Yeah. Oh, yes. So oh, many okay. Fluffernutters. Eyebrows up. Got it. <laughs> I already knew that was coming. That's why I'm looking at you and not at him. Don't Somebody make that Somebody call contact. a Fluffernutter. No, that, that's a Fluffer, not a Fluffernutter. Trust me, I'm fully versed. Anyway. What? No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, the second book, no, 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 it gets better. Carry on. So titles of the, of the volume. First, first volume is Madly Ever After. Aww. Second one is Fluff My Life. <laughs> Third one is Good Girl. And the fourth one is sadly never after. So the entire concept mm. of the story is you're following Gertie as she is desperately trying to get out of this would be Oz. She is dealing with witches, um, other children who have happened to fall in, including one young man whose name is Dudley and he's in a dragon suit and they believe he is a dragon. She sells more. him to somebody else to try to get ahead so she can find the way to get out. And Dudley actually becomes a dragon, which is kind of fun. And then there's another little girl. Her name is Happy. She falls in and like in three days, she's basically on her way to getting home. And so there's a decree that says if, um, the one initial child, AKA savior and doing air quotes, um, is unable to complete the quest to go home. They can bring in another one. And if that one finds it first, the original child no longer has the hospitality and they can kill her. So our Glinda, the good essentially character in this is so sick of Gertie. She brings in another kid who is like literally on the path right there to find the key and Gertie derails her. 
and derails her as in sends her to hell. Oh. Um, and then she ends up coming back. There's a whole shebang. But, oh, you but if you'd like to find out whether Gertie actually makes it back Ooh. or not. With the hook there. Uh, she got you. I definitely would recommend um, I Hate Fairyland by I Scotty Young. It, it is available in four, uh, four, four magical trades. The first one, of course, since it is an image book, is $9.99. The best $9.99 in the biz. I fucking hate Fairyland. No, yes, no. and okay. at this point you might, but there's a little a little sweetness, a little light sweetness Ooh. to refresh your palate. Mm, delicious. Uh, well, it's about that time. Less meat, more fluff for the greens. <laughs> Is everyone ready for your greens? I love greens. Give me the veggies. Give me for your greens. As, as as Hobbs said in Fast and Furious, give me the veggies. Come on. Oh, I, was, I was going to say as Arnold Schwarzenegger said, "I green berries for breakfast." <laughs> Um, Action heroes. Good job. Exactly. So as I'm sure you're aware, if you've We're listened aware? to this show at all, ever, um, I have an affinity for a certain individual avatar of the green, a.k.a. Ivy? Alec Holland, a.k.a. Shrump thing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? What? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Right. Surprise. First time I've heard this. I like Swamp Thing. So. <laughs> The thing about Swamp Thing is he's swampy. He's a pulpy, both literal and metaphorical. And exactly like, and pulp, his, like pulp comics and his favorite OJ. Get it? Get it? Yeah. Get it? Because he's green pulp and anyway. he loves it. Uh, so Swamp Thing is a, a pulpy character that has a long, um, complicated history starting in the Bronze Age of comics. Um, initially starting as more of a creep show horror uh, comic and and branching out eventually into a superhero avatar of the green protector of the planet, uh, joiner of Justice Leagues and, um, and Justice League Darks and creators of Constantine's mm. and, and things. So got teetered out there at the end. <laughs> so Swamp Thing is one of those characters with still long and rich history that it might be kind of hard or uh, intimidating. To see where to Hell start yes. if you want to try to binge Hell something to like yes. this. So what I can do is I can give you at least a starting point where you can binge several volumes and get a wonderfully complete and beautiful story. Tell me the one I know. Now, it's long. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's long and it's down to get the friction on. Um, <laughs> Strong. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 viney. I mean, veiny. I mean, viney. Um, <laughs> so many vines. Yeah, so it's many viney. vines. Um, Why do I picture Mel Brooks saying viney? <laughs> because it's Mel Brooks. So viney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the thing about Swamp Thing is, like I said, multiple iterations, multiple artists. So if you are going to binge something, and it's going to come from me, yes. Um, you are Alan Moore, yes. Saga of the Swamp Thing is a wonderful place to start mm-hmm. if you want a good meaty uh unit in your hand i mean comic book in your hand huh. um so yeah. meaty so in sweet meaty. K. But, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> but like but like vegetable meat you know tubers it's unctuous it's unctuous what's that fruit that is supposed to say pulled pork what's it, I what it's called. oh the dragon um, fruit no, no no um oh god so it's the d yeah, Durian? thank you what is, is that yeah, that's uh, the one that you can like cook yeah, it and yeah, make kind of like yeah, yeah. um so it's as a replacement for like a shredded pork anyway so Saga of the Swamp Thing by Alan Moore um, has six volumes. Um, they're hefty little suckers. They're hefty. They're definitely, this is not a, this is a supernatural style binge where you're going to be in it for a while. Uh, but the story is fantastic. The artwork, while 
might seem dated by today's standards is still beautiful and complex and um, takes you on just as much of a journey as the words do. Uh, Swamp Thing is, like I said, my favorite character. Alan Moore is my favorite Swamp Thing writer. The thing about the saga of the Swamp Thing is it went for a while with Alan Moore. And then when he left, other writers picked it up. And it's not that they're bad. It's that they're just not Alan Moore, Mm -hmm. which is difficult. You try to fill the shoes. We talk about, you know, we've had this conversation before of the Batman. Mm. You might be a good Batman actor, but if you didn't come after a bad Batman actor, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're held to a standard of Bale. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben Affleck was never going to be better than Bale just because mm-hmm. Bale was loved. Yeah. But if you come after a Clooney. Yeah. Oh, who's, cool. who's kind of universally yeah, hated. Bale came Christian out, yeah. Bale. Exactly. Yeah. He, you know, had everything going for him. So the, the authors who took over after Alan Moore were not bad. They were good writers. They were good stories. They just weren't Alan Moore. Um, which is why eventually it kind of became relegated to the back of the the DC bus, um, only to then later on be picked up by um, superstar writer Grant Morrison and a young unknown Mark Millar mm-hmm. um, with a uh, sprinkling sprinkling of I'm blanking on his name suddenly. Keep sprinkling, bro. Keep sprinkling. Bill Paxton. No, not Bill Salt Paxton. Salt Bay. Come on, Salt Bay. I'm going to Salt Bay this up. Mm. Um, He's got that restaurant, though. But so so the the people who picked it up after, it's it's one of those things where it's kind of hard because if you're going to binge it, you want something that's complete. You don't mm-hmm. want to fall off and then eventually pick up after another writer. It's kind of it's, – it's difficult, but I still would consider I, – I think it's an important thing that you should go for. Um, Nancy A. Collins is one who took it over, um, which – a lot of people don't give her as much credit as she deserves because she was fantastic. Um, Brian K. Vaughn took it over at one point. BKV, that's right. He did a wonderful job. Um, later on, much later on, we get like uh, Scott Snyder and other people who've written it. But the main thing, the it's considered the second series, is really the, the saga of the Swamp Thing that I think you need to, to check out. Alan Moore, uh, Doug Wheeler's in there, Nancy Collins, Graham Morrison, Mark Millar. It's wonderful. Um, it's... Not as succinct, not as easy, but it's just like your vegetables. It's good for you. You can go back into our archives and check our episode on that as well when we delve deep into the saga of the swamp Trump thing. thing. Yes. We got really swampy. Yeah, yes. we got really swampy. Yeah, yeah. Up, up to our uh, armpits. I had my rubber boots with me. I was even just going to say wearing your I waders? was going to say taints, but armpits is better. I was well, if you're wearing your waders, you, it ain't going to... Get up there. I was in my Portuguese dairy farmer outfit. I had my flannel on, that my cap was barely on my head, and the rubber boots up to my knees. And you looked really Only confused. Up to your knees? Yeah, doing this. We gotta work mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. So all right, bring it home, guys. It's time for dessert. Oh, dessert. Do you have anything left? I've got pie. Do it. Amy's got pie. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, what kind of? Don't don't. What pie? Don't. Cherry. God. Oh. Oh, God, that works. You're welcome. <laughs> Finally. Okay. <laughs> Um, All right. So, of course, I actually Rock have loves pie. Everybody loves pie. I call, I went back to the first one for you. Um, <laughs> so, of course, I have a real, real oldie, but one of my absolute favorites. Um, and mind you, I have like honorable mentions um, saga by Brian K. Vaughn and Miss Fiona Staples. Fifty two, fifty three issues right now. We're on hiatus. Definitely go ahead and pop yourself into that sucker if you can. It's like K-drama in space is being narrated by their child. It's Romeo and Juliet finally got together and they're on the run. It is found family. It's awesome. That's my one of my honorable mentions. The other one is a short called... <laughs> sorry, sorry. 
Sorry. Damn, son. Sorry. I was going to bring up a kid's show. Sorry. I can't after that. No, well, you said cherry pie. I, I know because, because I'm just doing honorable mention so I get them out of the way. The other one I was going to bring up was a short that just actually came out in August called Infinity Train, which has Ashley Johnson in it. It's about this girl. Her name's Tulip Owens. She wants to be a computer designer. She runs away. She ends up on this Infinity Train and she's trying to get to the front to get out. Ashley Johnson, uh, the waitress in Avengers. Oh, D&D. gotcha. I was thinking uh, Amy, jo- Amy Jo Johnson, who is Kimberly on the Power Rangers. My no, bad. but that's my first time I heard Amy. But speaking of pie, as I said, there would pie. be some. I would like to introduce you, if I have not, to the pie maker of Pushing Daisies from October of 20 or 2007, a comedy murder series by Brian Fuller, who, of course, did the 13, first 13 episodes of Heroes when it was oh, still good. Yes. He also had a pilot out Save for 1313. Save the world. Um, it's either 666 Mockingbird Lane or 1313 Mockingbird Lane, which was going to be um, a Munsters retelling. It had Eddie mm-hmm. Izzard in it. It only got mm-hmm. to the pilot. Mm-hmm. But Pushing Daisies mm-hmm. is one of my absolute no-joke favorite series. There's only two seasons because of the writer's strike that happened. It actually mm-hmm. ended up ending rather abruptly. It's got Kristen Chenoweth in it, Lee Pace, uh, Chai, crud, what is his last name? Oh. Hold on. Uh, Chai McBride. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Ellen Green, Susie Kurtz, um, Field Kate, and Anna Farrell. Um, Jim Dale narrates, i.e. if you like to listen to Harry Potter, you will be very aware of who he is. And Jim Dooley is the composer. But the entire concept of this show is there's a guy named Ned. He (laughs) bakes pies and wakes the dead. So he has the ability, no joke, to touch a dead thing once, bring it back to life. And if he doesn't touch it a second time, it can live indefinitely, but something equally has to die in its place. So um, a hard-boiled detective actually teams up with him, finds out about his power, and they solve murders to collect the reward money. But so in the endearing terms of... Brian Fuller, everything is whimsical. So Lee Pace, who is the pie maker, yeah, and if you do guy. not, if you do not know Lee Pace from your cornucopia of Marvel uh, cinematic options, he is Lee Pace. Wait, Ronan. Oh, and if you're rolling over towards the the rings, he is. Oh, Lord of the Rings. He's um, he's the elf. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. They came just to save. Say, just say Legolas's dad. Legolas's dad. Yeah, we'll go with that. Good they job. came to save at the end. He wait. actually he pulled it out though. Yeah, Look yeah, at that. Yeah. And I was like, with... wait for you. You're like, nope. We're gonna make Steve's do it. <laughs> and Thanos. Yeah, I'm coming for you. Sorry. So Lee Pace. Yeah, Lee Pace is one of my favorite people. Um, but everything in this because Brian Fuller has a beautifully slightly twisted sense of the macabre and whimsy. Everything is bright. Really well lit, super fun. Currently available on Amazon, Vudu, um, Hulu, and Fuck Netflix. You. Don't, don't even, don't. Nope. Remember what he said. Don't. God damn it. <laughs> so everyone they're dealing with some type of a murder, as well as his childhood sweetheart, whose name is Chuck. Um, he hey. brings her back to hey, life. Chuck. Yes, he brings her back to life. Um, but because of course we have Kristen Chenoweth in it, we do get and some singing. Broadway. Yes. And we also have, I cannot remember which one it is. One of the ants was um, Audrey from the original or the remake Little Shop of Horrors with Steve Martin and Rick Moranis. Um, So we get singing in there. It's fantastic. It's fun. It's literally sweet. And it can can easily be binged regardless of who is in there. Mind you, 
my children watch it with me and I have a preschooler and a 12 year old and they both adore it. Sick. I was kind of sad. We never got a Ronan versus Thanos moment. Cause the way that it set that up, Thanos, I'm coming for you, but no, he got killed by the guardians. Anyway. <laughs> so it's accurate. Yeah. My, my dessert for you is a series inspired by a comic available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Chilling adventures of Sabrina. Yes. <clears throat> not always following the book. No, no, it's not. But it is quite a fun ride. It is tongue-in-cheek comedy. It is a few frightening, scary moments. But you're following young Sabrina. Sabrina Spellman. Now, those of you, if you've seen Sabrina the Teenage Witch, they were... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? What? Sorry. She's Sabrina. Go keep going. Sabrina. (laughs) There was Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Mm -hmm. and then there was a a change of a a a revamp of it called Chilling Adventures of Sabrina in the comic Mm -hmm. world. So, as we all know, those of us who grew up on TGIF, you had Sabrina the Teenage Witch with Melissa Joan Hart, yeah, and Talking Cat. Well, now you have a show based on that revamped comic, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, about Sabrina Spellman, played by Kieran Shipka. She was the daughter on. Mad Men. She was Don Draper's daughter. Oh, okay, cool. She's fantastic. She plays Sabrina, who has turned 16 and now has the option to no longer be of the human world, but now sign as a child of Satan and become the witch that she's supposed to be along with her aunts and everyone else that are staying away. Hail Satan! And, she, and it's basically her internal battle of whether she wants to stay in the human world or be a part of this other world. And it's... Really well done. It's funny. It's dramatic. It keeps you glued. There are about 13 episodes each season. There have been two seasons. And they and had a very Christmas. special winter, winter solstice episode between. Which we're, we're due two. to get another one. Due to get another one. Yes, we, we are. are. I love me a good winter solstice. Yes. And it was so funny the way they replace the way the things people say, like, God bless you. Well, there it's in the show. It's Satan bless you yeah. or God be with you. Satan be with you. Yeah. Uh, hell help us. They switched that all around because in their world, that's the false God. And yeah, the I also true remember, God. remember being 13 years old and thinking that was funny. <laughs> Dick. <Yeah. laughs> but it just, it was, it's a really fun show. It pushes, it goes farther than of course the TJF show ever did. Yeah. It's, Everything's darkly lit. I had, a, I had a safety pin pentagram on my black sweatshirt. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. Did you make it yourself? That was so fucking cool. Yeah, of course. The, uh, the series was created by Roberto Aguiar Sacasa, who created the comic and is also nice. behind the comic of Riverdale and the show Riverdale. Oh, cool. I mm-hmm. didn't realize how involved in all yeah, that. Yeah, it's the guy, yeah. it's the same guy for the comics involved with the shows. He's been behind the one every step of the way. And yeah, we should be getting another Winter Solstice in season three anytime soon now so Beautiful. chilling adventures of sabrina for all your witchy satanic needs i have a lot of those there you go yeah enjoy um that that was I'm, great dessert I'm, right i'm full <laughs> jeez dude i'm just i'm gonna have to I'm, I'm gonna have to get out of here but i think oh <laughs> yes. Sudden, yes. suddenly it's a u.s army Ooh. commercial it's, oh. it's a u.s army commercial or is it navy the, navy navy it's the uh but is it also the rock uh, stand uh, stand alone is Scorpion King. They used um, "Stay Away from Me, Never Misunderstand Me." That's the Navy song. Just keep away from me. That was it. Was like their first hit. But, what, but but there was also oh, but there but there was also they also used that for an, an, a Navy commercial, didn't they? I stand I alone. Stand alone. Mm, yeah, maybe was it Marines. Maybe I, I. It is Scorpion King though. 
That's that's the Navy one. Accelerate your life. Got it. Okay, sorry. I'm going to stop playing Godsmack now. Um, <laughs> and Voodoo was the theme song for up. the MTV series Fear, Get out where people had to go hide in some Shh, haunted place. Leave. Voodoo. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, we're full. We're full. We're, our, our pants are a bursting. <laughs> yes. Not um, mine. We should now go I into recliners in yoga pants. and binge friends. There it is. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. I just I can't. My hands are working independently of my body. I can't. I can't help Godsmack it. Godsmack here? Are they just oh, walking God, in? I fucking loved Godsmack. Shit. So did I. They're in the workout mix. Uh, of course they are. Yeah. They're on my WoW playlist for Hong Kong. Um, so. You got, you were way too stuffed for this scenario. Well, I'm stuffed. You I'm need full. an app. I'm the, the tryptophan, which is in actual, it's not actually a thing. There's not enough tryptophan in a turkey to actually make you tired. It's just the fact you ate a lot of fucking food. Um, I'm ready to go to bed. But <laughs> there's all kinds of binge-worthy content. We're surrounded by sources of binge-worthy content. It's a wonderful time to be alive if you want to escape the rigors of normal everyday life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally realized that there was one binge-worthy content we did not bring up that could help perhaps soothe you to sleep. Or Friends. if you want to just lay down and close your eyes and pretend like you're not there anymore. Yeah. Our show. Oh, she got a point. Oh, got it. I, wait. If you want to lay Our show's down. Put you to sleep? But no. <laughs> oh, I see what no, you're no, saying. No, no, no. Oh, I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. No, our <laughs> podcast is a wonderful thing to binge. That's what she's talking about. The trip to I'm I'm all I'm all fucked up. I'm 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 drunk on on Martinelli's Long Branch. Yeah. Cherry pie. Yeah. Cherry pie. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of pie. <laughs> pie. Yep. 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 <laughs> Uh, if you're looking for something to binge, go on the WWE Network and watch the Monday Night Wars. The Rock isn't talking about chocolate or vanilla pie. No, 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 no. Yeah. Boontang pie. Yeah, there you go. And the Undertaker's <laughs> trying not to crack in the center of the ring. <laughs> As he asks him, do you like pie? Anyway. So, yeah. Binge our episodes. Go back and binge our podcast. Binge the Nerd On podcast. Why not? Yeah. Binge trope time. Why binge not? Binge all of the wonderful things that are part of the Nerd On Nation of podcastedom families. Yea, verily, like we that. say unto thee, thou'st go forward. Shit. All right. Fuck. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what to do about that. Um, <laughs> That's proceeding forward. <laughs> we go forth. Yay. Verily. We go forth and listen. First down. Yeah. Hey, let's do that. Let's, let's carry on uh, my wayward son. Anyway. So. <laughs> There'll be peace when we're done. For the Capeless Crusaders, my name is, of course, David Barry. I am joined by Anthony Steves and Amy LaBelle. Oh, hey. Oh, huh. New cast member. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, now you have to build up a rapport before you, you know, make inappropriate comments. Huh. Yeah. First rule, go watch Friends. Oh, damn it. Yeah, our last Amy wouldn't do that. So yeah. now we need you to yeah, do it. Yeah, I don't know. Be anyway. like, Amy with a new strange name. Yeah. Go do it. For the Capeless Crusaders, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Good night. Good night.